Hey, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Elevating with Tea. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day today, and I hope you guys have had a blessed week. It is Saturday, so happy Saturday to you guys. Um, let's go ahead and light the sage for positive energy. Let's get some positive energy flowing through here. Ancestors, we welcome you into the conversation, into the atmosphere. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for just being in the midst of us and watching over us. Thank you, ancestors, for being here. Let's go ahead and get positive energy circulating here. Positive energy, you guys. And if it seems like that um, me talking is kind of far away, that's because I am in my bathroom. And it may seem like it's echoing or whatever. But um, I thought about doing this podcast earlier, but honestly, my tablet wasn't charged up. So I wanted to go ahead and get this podcast out while my tablet is charged up. And just so happened, I ended up coming from the gym. And I thought, this is the perfect time for me to do the podcast while I'm doing bath meditation. So I'm definitely sitting here with my candles, um, my bath bombs, bath salts, and a blunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for real, y'all. I do, though. I am smoking, but for real. Um, you guys do what you do, whether you go get your coffee, whether you roll you up one, whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? Whatever satisfies you, whatever's going to help you relax it is welcome here and i thank you guys so very much for tuning in um i didn't have anything um really wrote down or any type of notes to give you guys today because for the past maybe week week and a half um me and my family we have been sick um i ended up well my daughter she caught a cold first and the reason why she caught a cold is because you know how teenagers do you know how they do they go outside have dressed or you know not dressed for the weather so she ended up catching a cold and it just somehow flew through the house but i ended up catching a different cold i called me a head cold and it's because i had ended up washing my hair and i have dreads so the water seems to stay in your hair i mean you know it seems to take longer to dry when you have dreads than anything else so you know i ended up catching a head cold because i ended up going outside a couple hours later when i thought that my scalp was dry and it wasn't so honestly i haven't fully recovered from that but um <clears throat> i haven't fully recovered from the head cold but at the same time, it's like I'm feeling maybe 97%, 97% better, somewhere between, between that. But anyway, so I wanted to get on here and I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about shadow, um, shadow work. I haven't done a lot of shadow work because I'm honestly new to shadow work and things like that. So I just really got introduced to shadow work probably... Um, like a month, a month and a half. Because we all know when you're going through spirituality, it's a process. You know, you don't learn everything within one day. You don't learn everything within a month, a year. You know, it's actually a process. So, you know, I've really been going through the process of learning new things. And so I just came into a topic called shadow work. I mean, yeah, shadow work. <laughs> so I've been kind of digging deep within myself. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out all the things that is inside of me that we tend to blame on other people you know what i'm saying like even down to past relationships like we can be in a relationship with someone and the relationship don't work out 
And the first thing we want to do is blame the other person. You know what I'm saying? We want to blame the other person for the reason why maybe the relationship has failed, whether it's a relationship or a marriage. Not even just that. It can be a relationship between family, a relationship between you and your kids, um, friends, you know, and we tend to always put the blame on other people, not saying that other people can't be the cause of why some things go wrong, but at the same time, you know, when do we turn a mirror and look at ourselves? You know what I'm saying? Just like Michael Jackson say, I'm talking to the man in the mirror, you know, because we have to really look within ourselves you know what i'm saying like look at the man in the mirror you have to change the man in the mirror's ways before you can even think about trying to even make a positive impact on anybody else you know what i'm saying and the more older i get the more i'm learning the more i'm understanding more and more about that man in the mirror song you know because we as humans we don't take a look in the mirror we don't take a look at ourselves and find out okay Things happen, but what what part do we play in it? Relationships end, yes, but what part do we play in it? It's not all the time the other person's fault. And sometimes it's so easy to blame the other person because it's harder to look at ourselves. It's hard to say, okay, I'm the one that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be the one to, and it's hard, but it's actually being a bigger person when you can admit the faults and stuff that you play in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because like they always say, you know, if you if you're a person and let's say within your whole life you've been in five different relationships, right? If you've been in five different different relationships and all of them didn't didn't work out, um it's about a slim chance that all of it was because of them. Because you are the common denominator. You know what I'm saying? All of those, now, I may give and take maybe one or two of those relationships could have been the other person's fault. But all five, no ma'am. We have to take a look at ourselves. What insecurities do we have within ourselves? Do we nag? You know what I'm saying? Do we go over and beyond to cater to our, um, our spouse? You know, do we even take the time to even see what necessary steps we need to do to make our spouse feel loved or appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we do we have attitudes all the time? Are we bad energy to come home to? You know, because if you're not pleasant, if you're not a pleasant person to come home to, then of course, you know what I'm saying, it's going to keep another person away or it's going to keep them out or every time you turn around, they come home and you're nagging or you're working too much. You're not spending enough time with them. See, one thing I start to learn is in relationships, it's about learning how to give love. You have to learn how to give love when you're in a relationship. It's easy. I'm not going to say it's easy to receive love because some people, you have to really drill in their head that they need to be loved. But it's so, some of us, it's so easy for us to get love, but it's harder for us to give love. So when we're in a relationship, what we're doing is we're always looking for someone to give us something, but we're not looking to actually make efforts to give something. So even if that's down to, you know, like I said, just love or if it's down to give attention. And another thing, you know, that I had talked about with somebody on Facebook too was we have to learn our partner's love language. 
One thing I am a firm believer in is that you can truly love someone wrong. And the reason how you can love someone wrong is because we always take the time to try to see how a person needs to be loved from our own perspective. You know what I'm saying? We figure, okay, this is how we want to be loved. So maybe that's how that person want to be loved. And we never take the time to actually learn the person's love language. For instance, my husband, his love language, well, his number one love language is physical touch. And so being that I know my husband's first love language is physical touch, what I do is when we go throughout the day, you know, I find ways to maybe touch him on the shoulder. You know, I find ways to rub his head or rub elsewhere. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, y'all, y'all, for real. <laughs> no, <laughs> you got to find ways to actually love that person the way that they want to be loved. We have to stop trying to love people the way that we think they want to be loved. And that's the reason why, you know, like say, for instance, if a person, if their love language isn't gifts, if they're the type of person that gifts may be, gifts may be their number five love language, which is the least one. So if you constantly buy this person's gift and the first thing they're going to think is you trying to buy their love because it's not their priority to have gifts. That's not their priority. Their priorities may be worth some affirmation. You know, sometimes we want to show a person that we love them and you can still love that person wrong because they want you to tell them that you love them. You know, it's nothing wrong with showing somebody that you love them, but if that's not their love language, then it's not that you loving them wrong, but you're not putting the way they want to be loved first. So what we do is we tend to just use our own imagination instead of just asking, how do you want to be loved? How do you want to be treated? And a lot of people, they don't tell you how they want to be loved because they have been taken advantage of throughout the years. When a person asks them how they want to be loved or asks them what did they ex do wrong, you know what I'm saying? And then as soon as they tell them what the ex do wrong, they turn around and do the exact same thing <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They do the exact same thing that they just told you that they ex did. That's called manipulated love. So I always say, if you don't have good intentions to love somebody, if you don't have pure intentions to love somebody, leave them alone so another person can love them correctly. But you, most importantly, you have to learn that people like to be loved differently. And just because you like to be loved one way, does not mean that your partner or your spouse like to be loved the exact same way. You have to find a way that will help them to be loved the way they want to be loved. You can't just guess or assume, just ask them. That's a part of communicating too, asking a person how they want to be loved. And then not only that is, you know, um, communication plays a big part in um, having a healthy relationship, but comprehension have, plays a big part too. Because you can communicate something, but that don't mean you comprehend what the person is saying. You know what I'm saying? And and at that point, a person just feel like they're talking to a brick wall. Because they're telling you things, but you're not comprehending what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? You, you listening, but you're not comprehending. So therefore, it feel like that person is just straight up talking, you know what I'm saying, to a brick wall. They don't even feel like they even talking to a human anymore. You know what I'm saying? So we have to really 
take into consideration of our partner's feelings. And a lot of times that comes with doing shadow work of our own. Because once you get to the point where you start working on yourself, when you start working on things that's going on with yourself, and then you start to embrace yourself, you have to embrace the good and embrace the bad. Now, embracing does not mean you act upon it. A break of um, embracing can't get out. Embracing just means that you acknowledge this is who you are, and you have to take the necessary steps that you need to take to get to the person that you want to be, or get to a um, spot where you know that you can fully accept yourself, flaws and all. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to accept yourself, but you have to be able to know what caused these traumas within yourself. You can't neglect the trauma just because you feel like maybe it's too hard to deal with because if you don't deal with it, it's going to come back. That's one thing about the past. If you don't make amends with it and see what's going on with it, dead it and forgive your past, it's going to have a way of showing up in your future. So, you know, people always think that spirituality is just about having good vibes and good energy. And don't get me wrong, it plays a big part. But also, you have to dig deep inside the ugly spots inside of yourself. You have to dig deep inside the spots that you don't want to show anybody. You have to dig deep inside, you know, the jealousy, the envy, the hatred that you have towards people. And you have to really dig deep down and do shadow work and ask yourself, why am I like this? What happened for me to be like this? Was I neglected as a child? Did my siblings get more love than I got? You know what I'm saying? Like, did my friends show more love to this friend than they did me? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different things that can cause trauma in your life. But until you get to the point where you want to face those demons, you really don't have a chance with becoming your higher self because your higher self is also dropping dead weight. Your higher self is also realizing what that dead weight is and how you even got that dead weight. Because once you realize how you got something, then you will actually have blueprints that will help you navigate in the future so that you won't let your past come back and haunt you. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely have to do shadow work within ourselves and realize that just because we do shadow work and just because we acknowledge the things that's going on with ourselves, it does not make us bad people. We all have duality inside of us. You have a good side and you have a bad side. You are capable of doing good and you are capable of doing evil. You know, and I always tell my kids, it's kind of that analogy. Like, you ever watch the movie and you see, like, they have the little pop-ups on their shoulder. One side be the devil, one side be the angel. But then, all in all, after the devil and angel popped up, the person still have choice. They can choose to go to the good side or they can choose to go to the bad side. We all have choice. You have duality inside of you. Are you going to embrace the good side or are you going to embrace the bad side? You know what I'm saying? But either way, you can't neglect neither side. You have to dig deep down in each side. It just so happened that the bad side is the side that we just want to bury 
and not even bring it up anymore. But th that's not how life works. You are a whole person, not a half a person. You know what I'm saying? You have to, to embrace your whole self. You have to work on your whole self. You have to work on the good and bad things that are inside you and ask yourself. If you have bad friends, what is it that's inside of you that keep attracting these bad friends? You know what I'm saying? If you keep getting into these relationships where the men do not appreciate you, you have to dig deep down inside and find out why these men treat you the way you do. Because it's inside of you. The energy that's inside of you is attracting these people. So you have to do the shadow work so you can clear it out, so you can see clearly, so you can think clearly, so you can know your worth. You know what you can and cannot accept. You know what I'm saying? When you dig deep inside and you actually do that work inside of you, you start to set boundaries because you know your worth. You know what you're worth. So you start to set these boundaries inside of you. You know what I'm saying? So I really encourage each and every one of you to do some shadow work. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with yourself. <coughs> <clears throat> Keep it real with yourself when it comes to <clears throat> the bad side of you. If you're a jealous person, admit that you're a jealous person. The worst person you can lie to is yourself. Like, for real. The worst person you can lie to is yourself. You don't have to do shadow work so the world can see it. You can make it personal. You know what I'm saying? You really can't make shadow work personal. See, I'm the type of person that... I used to be the type, I used to be the type of person that would let everybody see a side of me that I didn't want anybody to see. Like if I had a nasty attitude, I showed that I had a nasty attitude. You know what I'm saying? I had no self-control. I had no control over my emotions. <clears throat> I had no control over my reactions. I had no control over any of that. So therefore, every little thing got to me, every energy attached to me. So it left me confused because I didn't listen to myself. So I wouldn't even know what my voice sounded like, even if I was in a room by myself. <laughs> like for real. So, you know what I'm saying? We have to really get to the point where we have to understand that we are important. You are important, queen. You are important. Dig deep inside and find out those ugly traits that you have in the inside and work on that. You know what I'm saying? Because the person I am now, like, just like I said, I know most of my Facebook friends be like, oh my God, like every time I sit here and read her post, she is always positive. Watch, do she never go through anything? Is she faking it? I'm just going to keep it real. No, I don't fake it when I get on Facebook. But... What I do is, if it's things that's inside of me that I need to work on, I do the shadow work and work on those things in private. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to let everybody know what I'm going through. And I always say, social media is not for that. Social media is not for me to get on there and tell half of those people what I'm going through because the majority of them do not care. And the other half or majority are glad you have those problems. Now, you might have a, quite a few friends that really care about you, care about your well-being. But if we want to keep it real, most of those people on Facebook do not care that you're going through problems. People want you to get on there and ask for prayers. For what? Are you going to 
pray for me. You know what I'm saying? Most of the people that I've noticed that get on there and say praying for you, sis, they don't even pray for themselves. You know, so we have to really ask ourselves, what is the purpose of getting on social media telling you everything that's going on wrong in my life? Are you going to help me? You know what I'm saying? So I start to understand that I can work on these things by myself and get so much more out of it because say this is if I get on Facebook and I say, hey, y'all, I'm going through something. I need prayers. This is that. It could be a person praying on my downfall. At least I know if I'm going through something and I handle it by myself, I ain't got nobody praying on my downfall. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, when I do shadow work, I'm doing shadow work to myself. So that way, when I get on Facebook and post positive things, it's coming from a genuine place. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I handle it. And it's okay to handle it like that. Don't let somebody tell you that just because you get on Facebook and you positive, that you're even faking it or you don't go through anything. You know, you just handle what you need to handle by yourself. Or if you have a select few friends where you can call on that's in your circle, then that's fine. But you don't have to, we don't have to get on Facebook and promote what we're going through. And don't let anybody tell you that just because you ain't promoting it, that you ain't going through it. Now, some people outlet is Facebook. Me, I never understood it. But hey, whatever floats your boat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that if I'm going through something at home, like say, for instance, like I see so many people who put their business out about their marriage or they're going through something with family members. They put so much of their business out, you know, that it makes you wonder like, what, what are they doing it for? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times I realized when I was in that state of mind, I was doing it for attention. A lot of people do things for attention. And I promised myself that once I step, stepped into spirituality, I wasn't going to be that person anymore. If I'm going to get on Facebook, I'm going to use Facebook. I'm not going to let Facebook use me. I'm not going to let, you know what I'm saying, everything that I'm going through go on Facebook. Because I know people genuinely isn't happy for me. And there's no such thing as being private on Facebook. Even if you block somebody, people know how to make another page and see exactly what you're doing. So there's no such thing as being private. You know what I'm saying? On Facebook. So therefore, I just choose to handle what I'm going through to myself or with my family. And I find out that I get more peace doing shadow work like that. You know what I'm saying? So I hope you guys do shadow work. I hope you guys are really cleansing your insides so you can become that powerful person that you was created to be. You know what I'm saying? So you can become that queen that you already are, but you just need to step into it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we dumb ourselves down for people that's around us. When that queen that's inside of you is trying to force herself out. She's trying to force herself out, but she's being pushed down by other people's opinions, by other people's thoughts, by other people's actions. And you do not take one second to look within yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that is your homework for this week. <laughs> your homework for this week is to do some shadow work. Write down all your bad traits. What bad traits did you have inside? Just like I said, are you jealous? Hatred? selfish what what type of qualities do you have that you know is a negative trait you know what i'm saying and you work on those things 
work on it. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's, listen, it is not no time limit on self-confidence, self-love, self-reconstruction. It's, it's no time limit on that. So you take as much time as you need it, but the thing is you have to get started. So get started today on being the queen that you know that you are capable of becoming. The goddess that you know that's deep down inside of you that is that wants to come out. You know what I'm saying? That wants to show the world how to live a positive life, how to overcome things. You know what I'm saying? And don't care what people think about you. Because most people that think negative about you, they only reflect on what they think of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to understand that some people is just not on the same spiritual level that you're on. And that's okay. That's their life. You know what I'm saying? What is meant, they will get to the point where they will start working on themselves also. But you first have to work on yourself so you can be that light to them. So they can see, like most people that know the other side of you, they'll be able to see you doing the shadow work and seeing this newer side of you and know that whatever you're doing is working. Who cares if they call you fake or this or that? It, it doesn't matter about all that. Only thing that matters is what you think of you. So I thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Elevating with T. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend because in 10 minutes, it's going to be Monday. <laughs> so you guys be blessed. You are love. You are light. You are life. You are it, girl. Yes, you are. So you guys have a wonderful day.